So somebody clearly um, who had known this person had painted stones and chosen them carefully. Um, the place where I was standing was the former burial ground of a town that no longer exists, Purissima. It was a town of European immigrants that thrived for several decades in the 19th century and then faded away as human beings do, as trees do. Towns and countries and ideas do that too. Parisima, the town, died, it seems, of famines and floods that came to its people, and also to just changes in transportation patterns that meant that at that time, um, Purissima was no longer on the way from anywhere to anywhere, and it just faded away. But the burial ground remained. So I was aware as I stood there looking out at the ocean that ancestors were gathered around me. Other people's ancestors, I thought at first, these people who were buried there, um, somebody laid them to rest. Then this burial ground, if I may say, came back to life. Um, in our century, and there were newer graves, such as the one the vole burrowed near, near where those beautiful stones had been laid. So there were these more recent markers. There were granite stones with carved names. There were benches and playful memorials um, that were full of clearly favorite quotes private jokes, animals, uh, images of animals beloved by the people buried there. All ancestors. As I said, I was thinking of them as other people's ancestors. I didn't know any of these names. Um, my family did not live in Purissima or in California at all. But you know, some of these Physical remains had been there for a long time. And the trees grew on and near these graves. So that literally these bodies had returned to the earth from which we all come and given life to the trees that were sheltering me. And the wildflowers and the butterflies and bees that were flitting among them and even the lizards and the voles. And then my heart, too, was given new life. It made me think in a different way about ancestors. We don't have to be kin to be ancestors. We don't have to be deceased, as Mary, as Mary just illustrated. Um, with this professor who is still alive and affected her so much, and then affected those in turn of us who have been inspired by your work as an anti-racist who didn't even know his name until today. He's our ancestor too. And I was thinking there, you know, your ancestors don't have to be human even. 
I thought this because as I stood in this peaceful place, I made a decision. That's where my physical remains will go. In fact, I'd come there scouting for exactly that. With my family, so I was there uh, on this bluff with my wife and daughter, whom I had told, I want to, um, after we go to um, you know, the, the hay, hay bale maze and buy some pumpkins, I want to go to Parisima Cemetery, which is a now a natural burial cemetery, and see if that's the place I want to be buried. I hope you don't find that too morbid. My daughter did find it a little morbid. Um, but we all agreed it was a beautiful place that made us very happy. And I explained to her the, the practical considerations, which she is far too young and fortunate to have thought of before. I said, you know, this means that when I die and you are experiencing some of the greatest sadness of your life, you're not going to have to make any decisions. It's a bad time to be calling around to mortuaries, although, you know, depending on what Siri says, that could be quite funny. Um, instead, you'll just know, here's the number, and you call, and you say, my mom died, she has a plot there. And she said, oh, okay, thank you, thank you for that. But also, I love the thought that we now know when Joy and I are buried there, where Indigo will be. She'll be looking out over the ocean in that spot where we were all together on this day in 2022. And we know that it's beautiful, and we hope that she'll find comfort there as her ancestors join the ancestors who are there. So I thought about, you know, another ancestor of mine there uh, is the Vole as well. Uh, I hope it's still alive. It was just a couple weeks ago. You never know with a lifetime of voles. But surely, I hope, before I am laid to rest there, the vole will meet its end somewhere near there. Its body will return to earth. That sounds rude. Their body will return to earth. And they too will give life to that place. And so they're an ancestor of mine too. Our ancestors don't have to be kin, they don't have to be gone, which means that we are already ancestors to those around us and those who follow us. We have a, uh, we have a hymn in our hymnal, not one of the ones we're singing today, but, um, but it talks about those who, it says they have but gone before, those who have died. They have but gone before. Our ancestors are just beings like us who came to this planet, came to life on this planet a little before us and left it a little before us, just as others will follow after us. Usually that's how it goes. Sometimes it's sadder. Sometimes it's our peers whom we hoped we would grow old with and they have departed this world before us. Sometimes it's people friends younger than us, or even people we brought into this world who have gone before. And there are ancestors too. Anyone who's shaped the world, shaped our lives. I suppose that means also ancestors we're not very proud of, and you know, they're all a mixed bag. Some we would rather not claim 
if they did really terrible things. And that's why I think of the word ancestors as it's, it's really a term of honor. Yes, technically it means anybody who, who came before us, but especially our kin, but, um, but we use it for those we want to praise and honor, those we want to emulate, those whom we're grateful for how they shaped the world. Those people buried at Parisima, either when it was a town or in more recent years. I don't know what kind of ancestors they were. I don't know if they were happy with the legacy they were leaving. I hope as they came to the end of their lives, they felt that they had brought more love than bitterness to the world, more kindness than anger. It felt standing there, surrounded by these ancestors, and aware that I would join them in the not-so-distant future. It felt as if they were asking me a question that's the title of a book I have on my shelves. What kind of ancestor do you want to be? Because I can begin to be that kind of ancestor right now. It doesn't have to wait until I'm gone, and it doesn't apply only to my actual physical descendants. What kind of world do I want to help create? It feels good to know that that's where I will be, this physical body, this physical part of me. It feels good to rem remember that I will join the ancestors, as people sometimes say when someone has died. They have joined the ancestors. And even more, I'm hearing the voices of the people, the ancestors there, the ones giving life to the trees, the ones I imagined I heard in the breeze, It feels good to be asked, what kind of ancestor do you want to be, beginning right now?